day 25 and I have a message from started last night I was, uh, was talking to somebody that I I love deeply and we were on the subject of sadness pain and discomfort and how Positivity comes into the realm when you're feeling down and out or crushed and somebody, you know, vomits positivity all over you or kind of tries to tell you how you should view the situation. And I realize that I've had this experience come into my life more and more because that's who I was. I was doing this to people. I was so pumped full of positivity. Think positive, think, you know, don't allow any negativity. You know, always control what you're thinking and how you're feeling. And I projected and put that on other people because I was trying to avoid the discomfort. I was trying to avoid the pain. I was trying to help, it was from a good place, but I, I realized from being on the receiving end, when you are at your rock bottom, there are certain ways that people need to be communicated to, that validate their feelings, that don't dismiss what they're experiencing, and allows that to come through because there's a very valuable purpose. I think this might be a little different for men than women, but I do think there's a universal truth here that pain and sadness and negative emotions have a very powerful place in our lives. And it's very natural for us as human beings the two driving forces, the most primal forces within us as human beings is to move away from pain and to seek pleasure, right? So move away from the negative, move away from the bad, avoid discomfort or seek pleasure or good things or growth. And the most powerful force in all of humankind is the avoidance of discomfort and pain. Humans will do anything to avoid discomfort and pain to the point of literally taking their lives, okay? The opposite, going in the direction of growth or moving towards pleasure is not as powerful. It takes a more concentrated and conscious effort, but this drive to avoid discomfort and pain is inbuilt. But I do believe that it keeps us from experiencing the full totality and vibrance of life. That it is because I have been so sad before and because I've been hurt so many times that my heart is able to appreciate and understand 
when there is a love in my life that is truly beautiful. I only understand that because I experienced the bad. I also can only appreciate how good something is or how much joy I can experience in a moment. Only if I've truly experienced its opposite. And so one of my favorite people is Abraham Hicks. But in this time that I've been on this journey, I've had to sort of avoid her content because she is so brutally positive in a way that it's just, I'm not on that frequency and I can't receive it. It causes great discomfort. But I was reminded yesterday in my conversation that this pain, the sadness, these things are what launch what she calls the rockets of desire, right? When you experience the things that you do want and then you experience the things that you don't want, the moment that you're experiencing those things that you don't want, you're launching a rocket of desire. It's creating that desire in you to experience something bigger and better. And I'm not sure if you follow what she says, but she describes it as a vortex. And there's all of these things that all of your life you've been accumulating, experiencing what you do want, what you don't want, what you do want, what you don't want. And that's like a step one thing, but you can then find a way to raise your vibration so that you can get onto the vibration of all of those things that you do want. But you can't get there without experiencing the bad. And so when we avoid feeling sadness or feeling pain or feeling discomfort, we're preventing ourselves from actually creating what we want. Now, there's a nuance here, obviously. Everything is a, a spectrum. Nothing is a black or white, yes or no. That is a big fallacy in our thinking. And so you can't sit there and dwell forever, but you do have to give yourself permission to feel sadness and pain. And I want to say that this is extra important for men because we are programmed to not feel. And this leads to the suppression of emotions in our bodies, in our minds, in our hearts that build up over time. And it keeps us unavailable, uninspired, silently suffering. It keeps us creating pain in the lives of others. 
keeps us in addictions. I mean, the whole gambit. You have to let these emotions do what they've come to do. And so, tying this all up, you know, I'm on day 25, and it was probably 23 days before I had a moment of true, like, joy. I didn't feel joy all of that time. And the feeling of joy, me recognizing that I was in joy, coming down the mountain, listening to music, right? It was so much more profound. How many days, how many joyful moments have I experienced in the last year alone that I've not truly squeezed every bit of juice from, that I've forgotten about, that I've taken for granted. I've had the best moments of my life this year. I've had the deepest, most beautiful connections I've ever had in my life. And I didn't respect those things because I forgot what it felt like to be sad and hurt and to be without those things. And so, if anything, pain and sadness gives you perspective. It makes you truly appreciate those moments that are truly good and beautiful. My whole, my whole reason for this message is that you might be trying to bypass or ignore or avoid feeling sad because you don't see the purpose in it. You don't see how it helps you. But I'm here to offer a different perspective on a sliding scale spectrum that there is purpose and meaning and it makes life juicier when you allow yourself to fully experience and express what you are feeling and not be so hard on yourself and not be so quick to be so positive and so like uncompassionate and unempathetic with yourself that you don't validate how you're feeling. You won't even let yourself experience it. You're not even letting yourself be vulnerable with yourself because I think there's a whole different level of juiciness that comes from embracing your emotions and embracing how you feel and letting that be a guidance for you. That you feel sadness and you feel hurt or whatever. Why? What are you seeking? What are you wanting? Okay, this feeling is telling me that I really, really am looking and wanting 
this thing. So what can I do to make myself more available for this thing that I want? Right? I think there's usefulness to that. That is what I wanted to share for today. 25 days now. Uh, thanks for listening.